Hi guys and welcome to Dava Chat. My name is Mridal. And I'm Priya. And we are in episode nine. Woo! Prime numbers! Yeah! Woo! We love to see it. What's going on, Priya? Snowing. It's yeah. End of April. What is going on? I mean, I expected it, but I didn't want it to happen. Yeah. Well, I feel like this just happens every year. Sometimes we actually do get blizzards in April. That's just living in the Midwest. But at least this happened last year and it's happening today where at the end of April, right before May, <laughs> it just snows. And where we live in Iowa, it's just, just white everywhere. And then by noon, it all melts and then it's just freezing and drizzling and muddy outside. Yeah, it's just really gray and not a happy place. I'm in the mood to make some pakoras. Mom's probably going to make some. Yeah, that's like the type of food that I want to eat when it's like this outside. Oh, yeah, I agree. I just ate some hot dogs and I'm pretty pretty happy about that obviously chicken hot dogs because they're just better <laughs> yeah i just tried chicken hot dogs please go try them right now i just got um to eat for lunch which is not very good well this is a problem we all know that i have a chips problem so we have chips in the house because we got pot belly and it's the zaps voodoo heat chips so good it's what i've so eaten good. for lunch you didn't have a sandwich no, because this is chips that have been left over from our meal from last week. Oh, that's not lunch. That I know it's not lunch, but snack. I'm e- I'm saving my kitchenie that I made over the weekend to eat for dinner. Ew. Okay, <laughs> this is just a sad, sad day. Sad, <laughs> sad state of events. But I am going to make some chicken kima to eat with my kitchenie tonight. Oh, there you go. I'm yeah. also going to make some type of chicken kima except it's not going to be chicken kima it's you know the chutney life i'm making her ground chicken philly cheese steak tomorrow i was supposed to make it today but here we are at three o'clock and i didn't do it because mom was making corella this morning and then she made me eat it why and she knows that we don't like it she knows but for all today, those who don't know corella is a bitter gourd i mean that's it ta- the english name of it is yeah bitter gourd. It, yeah it it tastes good at first bite but then afterwards it's just bitter like and it then you just good the first 0.1 second it's in your <laughs> mouth and that's because you're tasting the salt and oil that was cooked in then you sh- the- taste the true vegetable yeah and it's literally just you put something in your mouth that you knew was going to be bitter and it is exactly how you thought it would taste <laughs> yeah she was making corella so our whole house smelled like corella except for my room because I lit a candle <laughs> and that's all I had eaten until I made these hot dogs why'd she make you eat them mom is the only one who likes eating corella in our house because she she thought it tasted good and she's like try it it tastes amazing and I tried it and my face just automatically went into a face of disgust because it was so bitter not because mom's a bad cook it's just the taste of the vegetable and she just ignored my face (laughs) I was like so good oh my gosh it's just such a good I love Corella I love it 
it has so many health benefits. It tastes so good. Doesn't it taste so good? And I'm like, yeah, like clearly being sarcastic. And, and then she like, gave you more? No, no, no. She was just like, it's just so good. She just, just ignored me. So that happened. That's my daily Indian struggle, mom. Making, making you Karela? Karela, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have so much of it in our fridge. Yeah, I know. Mom buys Karela as if the whole family loves it, but it's only her. Yeah, but she eats all of it and it's he- it is healthy. It lowers it is. diabetes. It lowers your cholesterol. Like it has an insane amount of health benefits, but as many health good. benefits as it has, it is that much bitter. Yeah, I think taste outweighs health benefits. Oh, always. We eat donuts like all the time. <laughs> 100%. Give me that 69 cent donut from Hy-Vee. Correct. The one Next. that's the size of my face. I will take no smaller donut. <laughs> my face is pretty small though. So my forehead's uh, big. Yeah, yeah, your but face the rest of my so- face, the rest of my face is like my forehead. And then it's like the rest of my face. Yeah, is but tiny. Priya, you have to realize that your forehead is part of your face. Which you can clearly see right now with how I did my hair. It's beautiful. But yeah, it's it's cold outside. It's cold inside. <laughs> I'm just currently sitting with a blanket, sweatshirt, socks, sweatpants. I'm fully like cozied up for this recording. Wow, I would be asleep if I was wearing that. I'm wearing jeans and Bria, why are you always wearing jeans in the house? How many times do I have to tell you that's not appropriate inside housewear? Okay. It's meant well... for the outside. When we work from home, we need to act like we're working not from home so that we motivate ourselves to work. I have really had to put on the willpower today to not put my robe on (laughs) because it is so gross outside. And if I put my robe on and also my curtains make my room a lot darker, if I put my robe on, I just, I'd fall asleep. And if you heard my voice get softer, it's because I was looking at my robe while I was saying that, because I really want to wear it. This robe of yours is gross. I wash it once a week now. Now? Before you hadn't washed it in like three months and you wore it every day. It's all facts right there. <laughs> we'll do just, an Instagram poll. Yeah, How just- often do you wash your robe? <laughs> <laughs> just for everyone I, knows this robe makes Priya look like Mrs. Claus or that's true but of the South Pole because it's d- dark blue or if you watched Avatar The Last Airbender the cartoon the robe looks like what Katara and Sokka wear and everyone my age will understand that maybe older I don't know <laughs> feel like the cutoff is Serena's age because it did came mom, out when we were at home. Where did mom buy you this robe? No, no, no. I bought it. Oh, I thought well, she got t- it. For- okay, so mom got it for me for Christmas, but that just was like me ordering it and then like mom putting in her <laughs> information <laughs> in. Um, did you get it from she- Kohl's? No, we looked at the Kohl's robes, but they did not look nice. They're all like silk thin. Oh no. You know, like not, they're just robes to like, I I guess to cover yourself. But like, if you're getting a robe, if you're buying a robe and you live in someplace like the Midwest, you need it to be warm. What's the point of wearing a robe if it's not going to keep you warm? 
So well, people have people have different interpretations as to the purpose and use of a robe. Yours is interpretation of our families. Yeah, this is how we interpret. I think um, I one year asked for a snuggie. Either it was for Christmas or my birthday, and I did receive it, and that was probably one of my highlights of my life. That was the same year I got my pillow pet, Chad. (laughs) That was the last year we got Christmas presents. Yeah, our family just doesn't do them because we don't. I mean, we would travel during Christmas, so that was our present, which makes yeah. sense. Yeah, Papa's like, your present is just being at home. Me yeah. just allowing you to stay at home. Oh my gosh, no. I was, I'll bring this up again, but I was just watching Hasan Minaj's Homecoming King, his comedy special on Netflix yeah. that came out like years ago, which I love, and I'll t- explain why a bit later. But he said that he was just like, when you're an immigrant child, you don't get presents. Your present was your family moving to America. (laughs) Wi-Fi, running water, air conditioning, boom, present, rest of your life. Opportunity, boom, present, rest of your life. And it's true. It's true. I mean, when I was growing up, it was like, oh, everyone got the Wii. Everyone got a DS. Everyone got like whatever new technology came out and I'm so thankful at the time at the time I was like come back from Christmas break didn't get any (laughs) presents like I didn't have anything to talk about like with my white friends which is everyone I went to school with but looking back in it now we went to like we traveled (laughs) we went internationally to other places and I'm so thankful that instead of getting the we fit we went to London (laughs) yeah oh well I remember one year I got um a hairbrush and hair dryer as my Christmas present (laughs) I was so upset at the time I was very upset thinking now I was very grateful for that because that is the same hair dryer we use in our home currently I got that hair dryer when I was like 14 or 15 or maybe it was your 16th birthday. I think it was my 16th birthday and yeah. I received a hairbrush kit and a hairdryer. Cut to, I don't know, a hundred years later, we're still using that same hairdryer. <laughs> Honestly though, like that's pretty great. There is a hairdryer that I really, really want, but like can't afford. So yeah, but let I me just, totally take I was at that time so upset that I received what I thought was a necessity at a time and not and should not have been a gift. And I was really upset because I had sent Papa a picture of this um, Louis Vuitton purse that I really wanted. <laughs> and mind you, I thought, you know, at that time, I was like, oh my gosh, Papa, I found this Louis Vuitton purse. It's only $99. Obviously, it was not a real Louis Vuitton purse as I thought it was. It was a knockoff one, but I thought it was a real one. And Papa looked at me and he's like, oh, okay. He did not buy that for me. And I was so upset because... That's all I wanted. And, but he was in the right mind. He's like, you know what? You actually need a hairdryer and a hairbrush. Look at the state of your hair. (laughs) So it worked out well, but at the time I didn't, you know, I didn't know. Obviously, sometimes you think, do our parents know best? And they they did. They did. Looking back, there's a lot of moments. I probably say this every podcast episode, but they do. And I understand <laughs> that now. And Papa's like, no, you don't need this extra stuff. I'm, I, you know what I got for my 18th birthday? Chapstick. And guess what? You always need chapstick. Especially because your birthday's in winter. 
So yeah. that's the perfect time <laughs> to get chapstick because your lips are always chapped. Yeah. Papa was like, you don't need your own car when you turn 16 or 17. It's true. You don't. You don't. You really don't. <laughs> and you know what? We did it. None of us got a car. Mm-mm. We Mm-mm. all shared a car with our dad. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> because you know survive. what? I live in a city where I don't need a car and you live at home now. Yeah. And we all know how to drive because because we shared the car, we had to drive all the time to like drop off the car, drive mom somewhere, drive to go pick up Papa or something like that, which I... But at the time when everyone else had their own car and can go everywhere they wanted or do whatever they wanted. And well, I we had- couldn't do whatever we wanted <laughs> right. anyway, so well, it didn't yeah. really make a difference. Yeah, when, you're, when your curfew in like 11th grade is 8.30 p.m., you really can't go anywhere but just to go home. <laughs> but still, like if I, you know, had an after school project where I had to stay after school, I couldn't just like go home after. I, A, either had to walk to Papa's office. You which, know, which trained us well because we both lived in, in walking, walking cities. cities. Or I had to be, I had to wait to get picked up. Which taught us patience. Yeah. So you know what? These are all life lessons that I will be carrying forward. Yeah. For Serena and I, mom was always at our functions, at our clubs, just at the school while we were at the school. (laughs) So it didn't really make a difference because by the time I was done with my activities, speech practice, whatever, mom was done with her school board meeting, just talking to teachers, (laughs) checking up on my grades, even though was one of the top people in my school. But mom literally talked to all of my teachers like once a month for whatever reason. But uh, we would just go home together. Like, it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, in high school, I was pretty mad that I didn't have my own car. But, like, thank the Lord, because what would I do with it now? What would yeah. I have done with it while I was in college? I'd have to find somebody to buy it. Like, have to go through all that. Or just be sitting here taking up space. Yeah. So, you know what? They knew what they were doing. They did. They really did. I think you just need the bare necessities in order to live life. Yeah, because then when you get anything extra, it means that much more. Like, I wholeheartedly love Walmart. Obviously, I've talked about it so many times. So when I get, like... Forever 21 and (laughs) H&M. I was going to say Forever 21, but I don't want people to judge me. No, dude, when I moved to Chicago, Zara, especially Zara, the world of other fast fashion opened up to me. I was like, what? I can also get a tank top for $2.50 and it's not Walmart. It was a problem. Tied me up. (laughs) It became such a problem. Not even because I really wasn't spending that much money, but I'd be like, oh, I have a ballroom event. Let me just stop by Forever 21 real quick and get a new outfit because I could because <laughs> you could afford it. It cost four dollars. <laughs> and then it's like the next like three times you worn it. You're like, I can't wear this again because it's slowly unraveling. It's either unraveling or it's just like I've washed it once and it just shrunk to doll size. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I had the cutest summer dress many summers ago by accident, dried it. And now it fits like a child's doll. I couldn't Mm -hmm. even squeeze my arm into it. Yeah. I have one of my favorite dresses from Forever 21, which is actually a hand-me-down from Serena. It accidentally dried it. And now it's just a shirt. (laughs) 
and it's fine it's fine I still wear it as a shirt but I know if I wash it and if it accidentally gets put in the dryer again it's just so much work I just don't have the patience which is why bad things at Walmart can put in the dryer however many times and if it loses its color just go to Walmart and get it for a dollar again (laughs) (laughs) they should hire me I'm casual spokesperson (laughs) sponsor us please You have become um, the new uh, demographic and face of Walmart. I've always secretly been that. I'm just very vocal about it now. Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite thing is that didn't Papa go to Walmart last week and got you guys some pullover shirts and you yeah, were upset? No, 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 no. It's not pullover shirts. It is a fleece forest green sweater and we all know. But, it's a, it's, a, but it's a men's one, right? No, 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 yeah, yeah. But well, I'll get to that. Always buy things out of season because we don't care about trends and it's a dollar by that. Yeah, time. we only care about if it's like four dollars or less. Correct. And especially if it started at like twenty dollars or more. Yeah, we will you will see us walking around in the summertime with a pullover fleece because we bought that thing for a dollar. Facts. And so this year, Papa got us. Me and him matching, matching forest green fleece uh, sweaters. They're so soft, but Papa got me a small and I'm in the phase of my life where I'm trying to be Billie Eilish and only wear oversized clothing, I guess. As one should only wear. And like skinny jeans and leggings. That is the look I'm going for. It's my motto in life. I'm like, get me like an extra large, get me a double XL. Yeah. I just want to be swimming in my clothes so I can be <laughs> comfy and it's like a tent. That is exactly what I want. And Papa got me a small. <laughs> and I was just like, no, Papa. No, no, no. He got me a medium. because so I was like, oh, Papa, get me one that is like oversized. So he got me a medium. And I was like, no. Not like a little big, oversized. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, I'll go to Walmart and just exchange it because he had the card. But then he checked. There were no more larges left. Oh, no. I live in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> everyone here is like, well, everyone here is like over six feet tall. In New York, that's not the case. You're lucky if you find somebody over six feet tall. And also, this is like the men's section, right? And so they didn't have any larges. And then Papa came home and I was like, okay, fine, it's fine. I'll like, I'll take the medium, it's whatever. Papa realized he didn't even get a medium. He'd gotten a small. So it fits perfectly, fits perfectly. So you fit um, really well in a men's small. Yes. Yes, (laughs) That's good to know, good to know for future reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Papa and I weren't matching sweaters. Soon you're just gonna be going in his closet and just wearing all his clothes, which you've already done. Yeah, you've already started meandering your way into mom's and papa's closet. Well, and for I a while, all of my stuff was still in boxes. So, and <laughs> well, your guys' just... stuff isn't here anymore. So, well, that doesn't mean that you go into the parents' closet and start wearing their clothes. Who am I supposed to wear Sebastian's clothes? I, I think that's a sign for you to go into your own boxes and find yeah. your own clothes. Well, I'm wearing my own clothes today, so. It's good to know. What's your daily Indian struggle? Um, I don't really have a struggle this week. You know, just just living life. Yeah, just being brown and unemployed, and a <laughs> yeah. woman. That's just yeah, there's that a, there's a, a lot of things. There's a lot of things. 
I think my only struggle is that I've made a lot of kitchen over the weekend. Now you have to eat it. And now I have to eat it. I didn't realize how much I made. I put one cup of rice and then I was like, okay, I'll put a cup of like dal because that's how you, you make kitchen use, dal and rice. But then I was like, oh, there's only a little bit left of dal left in the packet. Just put the rest of it and it just kind of skyrocketed into a lot of kitchen. I was on Instagram and I follow a lot of brown influencers, like group pages. Mm-hmm. And one of the influencers, her comfort food is also kitchen And I was like, oh my God, guess what, what is wrong with you? You know what? <laughs> I was actually watching the show on the Food Network. It's called Tournament of Champions. It's hosted by one and only Guy Fieri. Wow. I thought you were going to say Padma. No, not Padma. Her name is not Padma. I know, but now she chooses to pronounce it correctly, which I understand. I understand. I didn't pronounce our last name correctly, not because I didn't know I had like how to do it. <laughs> I did. It's just to make white people feel better. Um, so yeah. I understand, but I just but think it's funny. I was watching Guy Fieri on the he hosts the show, and you know the um the chef Manith Chauhan. She's like been, you know, a judge on Chopped and like other Food Network shows. Oh, yes, I do. I didn't know her name. Spoiler alert. She wins the entire competition show, but she made Kishri as one of her dishes. She's making it on national TV. Okay. It's a choice. It's not (laughs) my choice. It's it's becoming the new kale. It's like going to be the next like zoodle. Yeah. So you know what? Get with the program, Priya, and start making some kitchen. No, I, there will never be a day. Never be a day. But I do watch Padma Lakshmi's uh, Instagram videos where she cooks food. Oh, that's cool. She like makes like different dishes and stuff. And, you know, they're really interesting to watch. And I really enjoy looking at her fancy kitchen in New York. Yeah. I was thinking today, I really wish we were famous enough to be a part of the like famous brown people club and you know exactly what I'm talking about (laughs) we're working our way we're working our way it's being friends with Lily Singh Mindy Kaling Hassan Minaj Padma Lakshmi Hannah Simone from New Girl um Jay Shetty Russell Peter like all of them they're just friends because they're famous and brown in America and Priyanka Chopra is part of it. I don't know if I said her name, but she's part of it now. And it's just like, if they were white, they wouldn't be friends. Because those are just like normal white celebrities. Because they're all in like such different fields, right? But the mm-hmm. fact that they're brown in a non-stereotypical job and they're famous and wealthy, it's they're all friends. And I've been thinking about this recently because they all just like comment on each other's Instagrams and they're all you gotta you gotta applaud the community you gotta like yeah and it's so cute and I love the support like I love them supporting each other no matter what field they're all in but I'm like trying to figure out how to penetrate this infiltrate oh yeah how do I just join I don't want to infiltrate has such a negative connotation like just want to hang out just want to be part of the clique I want to sit with them at lunch like I I want them to comment on my Instagram be like beautiful like you go like how do we do that I don't know Priya but we gotta figure it out yeah we do we really do I just 
Mm, my feels this week. This week was a hard week. No, it was like, seriously, it's a hard week for South Asians. Every week is a hard week for South Asians, but especially what happened in Indianapolis. And if oh, yeah. you don't know, um, it's not called a hate crime yet. They're still investigating, but in Indianapolis, this white guy like had a shooting at a mostly Sikh FedEx and it's been on a lot of my Instagrams as well as a lot of Asian American hate. Like, it's just so sad. And so that's why I was watching the Hassan Minaj Homecoming King because I was like, man, I'm really sad about this. I know. It is a sad time in our life when people just can't live harmoniously with each other and it's yeah. everyone's the same. We're all human. And I was reading an article in this they see focused magazine called the juggernaut which is really great and if you have a school email you should definitely like sign up for it it's actually even if you don't you sh- it's a really great like informational place for south asian news in america or in the western world and that there was an article about how hate crimes like these have been happening for quite some time and we won't get into it because it is fairly political and like that's just like not the basis of our podcast and we're not educated in that. However, specifically for the Sikh community, like they don't get attention like a lot of other minority communities, not saying that like that attention is bad. It's just like so much goes unnoticed. And mm-hmm. it, this is one instance where it did get noticed and people are taking effort into helping the families that were affected, which is really, really great and really needed. But it's just like, communities like this only get noticed when something terrible like this happens and then as soon as everything's okay again they just like leave the community and it just sucks because it like dehumanizes those communities which is the same for most minority communities in the United States and that is actually my daily (laughs) struggle because it's been on my mind for a couple of days now yeah I mean how could it not it's just definitely a sad and you know terrible thing that happened and our hearts and thoughts go out to all everyone that was affected all their families and loved ones yeah but then I was watching Hudson Minaj's Homecoming King wait have you seen it yeah I saw it you you told me that I needed to watch it when it came out everyone (laughs) that I've ever met not if you're Indian if you're not Indian if you're not South Asian everyone should watch it in my opinion, because to me, it is so telling of the South Asian American experience. And Hassan Minaj is from Davis. Like he's not even from a tiny town like us. He's like, Davis is suburbia, but like everything that he talks about is just like on par with what at least I went through. And I assume you, because he's an older sibling. Yeah. Um, but I was watching it and this is the first time I've seen it since I watched it the first few times right when it came out and I was just like he's so funny and this is so relatable and that I was in the middle of that when we started recording so it's just like fresh in my mind (laughs) and I'm like really mad at Netflix for canceling his show but it's fine he's successful so yeah it was really good yeah it was and if you haven't seen it please go watch it because it'll it's just inform you about what it's like to be a first generation American uh you know what came up on my Instagram feed is that this is the 19th anniversary of Bend It Like Beckham 
Oh, wait, this is news. News. Wait, like this week or just this year? Just or what? This, this year. Wow. What an iconic film. And even like, in the film world, even in the film world, not just like us fangirling about it. In the film world, people also say it's a work of art. So. Yeah. And you know what? Talking about Sikh families and Sikh representation, it just showcases a Sikh family. But it was like truly a transformative film in my life. Yeah. Well, we would watch it all the time. You know what? I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yeah. I'll probably watch it soon. I connected with Jaswinder so much in that film. I basically thought I was her. You did. You really did. I remember one thing I remember so clearly you and um, our family friend talking about was the way I forgot. What's the coach's name? Ryan? What's his name? Jack? Joe. That was close. (laughs) Um, The way he claps, it's like this. (laughs) And you can't see me, but it's so big and pronounced. Or it's like this. I think it was like this, like a shark. If you're doing the baby shark dance, that's how he claps. I think about that every time. But we used to watch that film on repeat. Yeah. Highlights or just like pinpoints like so many things about being a girl, Indian culture. I think it's probably one of my favorite movies, but I would love for us one of the episodes, just do a deep dive on it because I think it's such a good movie. It's so amazing. And really open the doors to South Asians in film and media. In the Western world. But it did make me feel so old that this is the 19th anniversary. I'm like, no, I haven't been alive this long. I'm not that old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, not to that extent because I'm not as old as you. But <laughs> when we were watching The Voice yesterday, I don't even guess. I know there's 16 and 17 year old contestants. We're singing songs. And one of the songs came out when I was 16. It was somebody that I used to know by oh, Go, yeah. Go EA. And that was one of the few songs that Serena had bought on iTunes. <laughs> we used to play that song on repeat. Oh! <laughs> and we was... didn't have that many songs on our iPod. Yeah. And we also had dial up internet. Yeah. At the, when I so, was 16, like so seven we, years ago, <laughs> we couldn't play uh, like things on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't. Yeah. So as we said before in the car, we listened to the CDs that we bought at the Indian street. So yeah. <laughs> we never listened to American music really, unless it was like at school or, or just on the radio or, Yeah, or on the radio. If driving, we driving in our, our shared car. Without our parents, because <laughs> our parents always listen to Hindi music. But anyway, so I was doing the math and I was like, whoa, this song came out when I was like a sophomore in high school. And then I was like, oh, these children were nine and 10. And I was just so stressed because I was like, you don't even, you don't even remember when this song was released. Like, <laughs> It's just wild to me. And that also happened yesterday. Somebody was singing a Jason Mraz song that uh, came out when I was yeah. in high school. And I was like, I had this song on repeat. And I'm like, you don't even know because you're too young. And I'm not even that old. I remember that Gautier song that remember we used to play it on repeat. And I just hear mom one day was so bad. She did it. was so fed up that we were playing it over and over and over again. So loud in the house. She literally yelled 
turn it off stop playing that song I brought that up I brought that up while we were watching it because <laughs> so the we watched the voice because of my mom and she watches it because of Nick Jonas because he's married to Priyanka Chopra they were doing the like highlight reel of the song and that's when I was freaking out I was like remember because we watched like me and papa and mom watch it together remember when I would play the song constantly and <laughs> We got yelled at because we didn't play any other songs, which is hilarious to think about because, again, I repeat from last week, in the car, we listened to a single CD for months. (laughs) Months. Until we went back to Devon Street and got other new CDs that came out. So, like, it's just so funny to me that we did the same thing, but because we're kids, we got yelled at, which makes sense. I mean... I mean, I if t- I went through my whole life and I had a child and they just thought they could take over the radio, I would, do I the would same. also be bad. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is justifiable now that I'm old enough to realize I'm not as nice as our parents. <laughs> what did mom say? Did she remember that song? She did. Papa was just like, <laughs> I remember you getting yelled at. He was just laughing. And mom was just like, oh yeah, I remember the song. You guys played it all the time like she said that same thing and I'm like but do you remember getting angry and she was just like I never did that (laughs) remember the one song it was the uh the James Blunt you're beautiful (laughs) she did the same thing because I would constantly sing it out loud and I would just say you're beautiful (laughs) at random times we'd just be eating dinner and I'd just say that one line You would get so mad at me. Such a funny memory. I can't And I think I still do it. You know, there's like some things that you know you'll get yelled at that just kind of irks the other person, just, but you still do it. That was an untapped memory for so long. <laughs> it's just something that will constantly be with me. It's not even the song though. It's the it, way we sing it. Yeah. It's just because she doesn't want to hear me sing. You're beautiful. Oh my lord! Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, mom, mom definitely has those songs, and it's usually like emo, sad boy songs. <laughs> like, uh, we could play song? the Jonas Brothers for like eight hours, and she'd be okay with it. Specifically, Nick Jonas. I repeat. Yeah, it's because he's married to Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, and she calls him Niku. Yesterday, she was calling him Pista because he was wearing a lime green. Um, oh, no, it was a mint one. Oh, yeah, a mint green suit. So she kept call- She was just like, did Pista, did Pista steal? What did Pista do? <laughs> you can't just call him Pista. It was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway. It's an episode really- of just weird tangents. One of my classmates is on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Found that out. That was the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning. How does that make you feel that that's your classmate? He's a year younger than me. And wow. uh, He's a really nice person. So if it were to be anyone, I'm glad it's him because he is a very humble and kind person and is a good artist not not good phenomenal he's a phenomenal <laughs> artist I don't know uh, why he made Forbes 30 under 30 yeah <laughs> one of his films also got into Cannes. so 
incredible incredible yeah. uh what are you doing with yourself um not that <laughs> <laughs> um, but it did like make me realize that i my time for being on Forbes 30 under 30 is running out yeah and that's something I've never thought about before yeah like, I, I think- never thought of myself as having like a cap for something until today yeah I was like I can't <laughs> I have limited 365 days a year <laughs> to be on this list and I looked it up because after you I looked was, up how to get on it no 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 no, no. <laughs> oh I was like I think you have to do something exceptional you have to do something incredible to get on it yeah. but I clicked on the link to find his name because I wanted like he posted about it on Instagram but I wanted to like see it myself on the website so I clicked on it and then you see that each Forbes 30 under 30 group they're called like the class of whatever year and it was like alumni of class 2016 lily singh and i'm like she's that's how making you- youtube videos like- that's how you get in with the famous indian people is to get on board 30 under 30 that's your in priya you've got to figure out how to get on this list Same with like rami youssef rami youssef is on forbes 30 under 30 right now because he's 29 and I actually no offense but thought he was older than that me too I didn't realize that I was older than him right I thought he was your age but I'm really slacking I gotta be on like Forbes yeah 60 and 60 40 under 40 list I think I have more of a chance making on that like 50 over 50 (laughs) let me do that I gotta give myself a buffer time of to get ready like, to be on this list. Rami Youssef just slid in. He's like, oh, less than a year left. Like, <laughs> let me just. But your friend and- is like, dude, let me just get in now. I'm already exceptional yeah, he's at like age what? 22. Class of 2021. Like, how cool is that to like just put on your LinkedIn? <laughs> oh, by the way, just Forbes loves me. Like, that's insane. And also, so when like redoing my bio I had to like send my bio to festivals this year right as because as the film gets in as they want to know about the director but my bio was just like hadn't been updated since before college so it still said like oh grew up in small town went to NYU currently making films whatever (laughs) like it was a terrible bio (laughs) so I was like oh who are successful people who I went to school with what are their bios on their websites so I looked up this particular person who's on Forbes 30 and 30, like a couple of weeks ago when I needed a bio and he just has like no internet presence, like at all. He'll post on Instagram like once a year, doesn't have a website of his own, but got interviewed by so-and-so people. But even that in his bio, it's like two sentences that somebody else wrote about him. It's like, oh, so-and-so made this film grew up is a native from here went to school at Tish I'm like easily you could google that like (laughs) this doesn't say anything about him so he has no like self-promotion so I'm like how did they find you he's just that good (laughs) yeah I'm just mad about it because I'm like you're so mysterious but I still want to like be your friend that's why you're so mysterious and I want to be your friend and And you're like the thirsty friend that just wants to be no 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 yeah exactly like I (laughs) self-promote all the time like three different Instagrams (laughs) 
You're like, everyone know me. Exactly. Like, Lily Singh, I want to be your friend. <laughs> I have actually emailed Lily Singh before asking for a job. Did not get it. But, oh, well, um, I can see that. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm unemployed. One of my classmates actually works for her production company. So wow, there's a lot of people around you who are doing exceptional things. I know, and I'm always on the outside. I thought about this recently, too. Or just now? I, actually, no, no, no. I, I, This is something I've thought about often. I'm waiting for the opportunity to say it in, like, an interview or, like, in a feature for, like, when I work on films and stuff. But You could just say it right now here on this podcast. I'm doing. I'm just, <laughs> exclusive. I'm practicing it. Yeah, exclusive for the 57 people who follow us, if that. But basically, every job position I've had in the industry I have always been assisting the successful famous person I've never been the successful famous person I have been like featuring like showcasing so-and-so or getting coffee for so-and-so and it's not even my bosses who are the successful famous people the companies I worked for serviced the successful people And I'm like, how do I get to the other side? Like, how do I get to be the one who gets coffee? How do I get to be the one who asks where the bathroom is? Like, like, wow, there's a lot of like pent up angst. No, it's uh, true. Like, anger that's coming through right now. But guess what? We are creating your own brand and voice and platform yeah. through this podcast. So just remember well, that. this podcast and my three other Instagrams. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's another outlet for you to showcase yourself. It's true. It's true. But I'm just, I was thinking about that because it's not even just like my last job. It's just all of the jobs I've had. Well, you have to start from somewhere. You can't just be yeah, Steven Spielberg like, outside, you know, graduating from college. Unless you're your friend who is out here is that person. And he graduated a year later than me. You know what? It's just the luck of the draw, Priya. That's true. That's true. Maybe you will be on 50 over 50. Honestly, but, I would be so fine with that. But you'll remember that and you'll remember the journey of getting there. But like, I want to enjoy my 20s. <laughs> you are. <laughs> What's better than, you know, watching uh, Indian Idol with the dogs and the parents in the oh living room? Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so sad my friends <laughs> they will ask me on the weekends they're like let's have like a zoom hangout and I will think to myself oh but <laughs> Saturday and Sunday night are booked I'm watching Indian Idol and Dance Divani with my parents <laughs> like I have to I have to get over myself and be like wait I need to hang out with like people <laughs> my age like but hey. guess what you're learning you're enhancing your Hindi skills I really am. That's true. That's, I've never had this much practice in Hindi. And that's because when I was younger, I just kind of rejected it because I wanted to like be like my classmates, which not the move. If you have the opportunity to learn multiple languages, do it. Like that was dumb. Yeah. It's a cool thing to do. It is. It's yeah. It's the cool thing to do. And yeah, people might make fun of you now, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's another time when I, you can talk about, right. guess what? You can talk about them behind their back. 
Yeah. In or another language. <laughs> tell sensitive information and not be afraid that so- like somebody will understand you. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, definitely my comprehension has gotten significantly better. And also speaking another language and then going to the grocery store where that language is spoken definitely a win because I got free cashew cut threes all the time in New York because I wish I could get some yeah it was beautiful all I want is like a rasmalai or a peta it was my favorite I went to go buy hot sauce and then the guy was like in Hindi are you Indian and I was like I responded in English though and I was like yeah and he's like here's some kaju country he was well it's the end of the day and it was like after Diwali and he was just like do you want these kaju countries and I was like yeah <laughs> of course I do <laughs> what and then he threw in like other sweets in there I don't think I ate them though because I only like kaju countries but I gave them to people nice um, yeah so word of advice always learn another language yeah always just gonna always help you in the long run this is like a hodgepodge of an episode. You know what? But I truly enjoyed it. I say uh, good luck to your journey of being on the Forbes list. I salute you for trying to find a position where someone is getting you coffee and telling you where the bathroom is and not vice versa. And uh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> and congrats to your friend for being so exceptional at such oh a young gosh, age. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Good for him. And um, how do I become their friend? Because I would love to learn their 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 techniques or their ways or, you know, just be friends with them. Um, I think his friends list, there's a waiting list for it. So <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll put up. you on the waiting list. I'll, I'll sign up. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed this random tangent full episode. By any chance, if you're Lily Singh, Hasan Minaj, Mindy Kaling, <laughs> Priyanka Chopra, I just want to be your friend. Follow any I... of the seven Instagram accounts that Priya has currently. But make sure you most importantly follow us at Daba Chat PC. At Daba Chat PC. Oh, we're on Spotify now. Oh, yes. Hey, oh. <laughs> forgot to mention that to everyone. We're on Spotify. We are on Spotify. You do not only have to listen on Apple Podcasts. You can click that Spotify app. You can put a heart next to us. Download our episodes. Like, yeah, we're moving up. We're moving up on this podcast world. We're, yeah. we're everywhere now. iTunes, Apple and spotify so check us out check us out give us a like and a follow on spotify that'd be really sick or give us five stars and a review on itunes and apple podcasts yeah and if you want to say hi or have a comment on anything we talked about today give us a dm on instagram at dabachatpc we'd love to hear from you yeah and as always thanks for listening bye bye